I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 50, how your exercise is hurting your pelvic floor. So I realized that I might really share my age when I tell you this story, but in probably at the end of high school, beginning of college, I was introduced to a hundred calorie packs. Do you remember these? I was just convinced that if I was only eating a hundred calories of cookies or a hundred calories of crackers, that that was a really healthy way to live. And I remember being with all my roommates and there was six of us in total. And I would always get teased because I would eat a hundred calorie pack of cookies for a snack or a hundred calorie pack of um, crackers or whatever the hundred calorie packs, whatever varieties they came in. I, I just remember they were cookies and crackers and I felt like they were healthy because they were only 100 calories. In college, aesthetics really won out. But looking back on me consuming very little calories and exercising a ton, because like I said, aesthetics meant a lot. And what we knew and what the fads were around diet (laughs) probably weren't the healthiest. But Fast forward years, years of time, I started diving in more into what was actually in my foods. And the more processed a food was, the more the body is probably struggling to be able to digest it and how that processed food can wreck our gut health and create leaky gut and all of those things. And this episode isn't about that, but I I want to illustrate that back then I thought that I was doing the right thing because my goal was, well, I wanted to be able to look a certain way because back then, if you remember, Jessica Simpson and Britney Spears were running around with those super, super low rider pants and those and they were baggy, and then the little belly shirts that showed part of our midriff. It just was a different time. And that's what I thought my goal was, that that's what I wanted. And in order to get there was consuming those 100 calorie packs and those very low calorie foods from a microwave, that that was the way I was going to achieve my goal. And I know now that... (laughs) 
it's just silly when I think about it. But back then, that's what I thought was true. We didn't really have a lot of information about that, that eating whole foods and eating clean, that that, that, was, that was the best way to do it. And I share that story with you, one, because you might be able to relate. Hopefully not, <laughs> because I made myself pretty miserable back then. But I also think that that you probably have been through something like this, that you thought what you were doing was helpful, but in turn, it probably was doing other things that weren't really helpful, especially as it relates to reaching your goal. And I wanted to share that story to hopefully relay that fact, but also to introduce that exercise, or at least some of the exercises that you're doing may be hurting your pelvic floor, even though you think, or you've been told, or everything that you have read, right? Just like I did back then with my beloved 100 calorie packs. And I'm saying that with so much sarcasm, but maybe now you're just following what everybody else is doing without really understanding the best way to help your pelvic floor. So I want to give you three ways that your exercise might be hurting your pelvic floor. The first is training in one plane. And before I dive into that, let me first explain a couple things. We are 3D people living in a 3D world. And with that, we move in all three planes. And those three planes are front to back, side to side, and then anything diagonal or rotational. And I bring that up because our pelvic floor, the only group of muscles in the body that has fibers that run in all three planes, which if that doesn't indicate to you how important or how functional our pelvic floor muscles are, I don't know what will, but I bring that up because if you're only training in one plane, but we're 3D bodies moving in three planes of motion then we're missing out on those two, which means our pelvic floor is also missing out on those other two. And let me give you a couple of examples of this. First is running. It's one plane. Think about your legs, front to back, front to back, front to back, front to back. It's one plane. Typically when we're running, we don't jog sideways. We don't jog at an angle with our legs. It's right, which would be silly and it's not accomplishing that. And I'll say, I'm not mad at you and you shouldn't give up running unless you want to, but I would make sure that you're adding more directions into your exercise, not just running. Another example of this is weightlifting. Now, I actually really love weightlifting. In fact, I soon realized that eating clean and lifting weights gave me the aesthetic that I wanted when I was trying to just live on the cardio machines and eat my 100 calorie packs. But that is typically done in one plane. Think about a squat. That's front to back, right? Like up and down, but it's really a front to back motion. I won't bore you too much with that part. And it's rarely to the side, but hardly ever in a diagonal or rotational component. So if you're doing weightlifting, then consider adding in more planes of motion here or changing the exercises you're doing to add and do the, that particular exercise in all three planes 
in order to help that pelvic floor. The next is doing the same method over and over and over again. And by method, I mean if you're only doing high fitness, if you are only running, if you are only weightlifting, that is not going to help your pelvic floor or really any other muscles. And I say that because if we go back to exercise physiology and really looking at the basics of how you strengthen muscles, well, doing the same thing over and over and over again is not going to give you that muscle strength. At some point, that quote unquote exercise that you're doing, is it really exercise anymore because it's not taxing? Your body is probably getting used to it. You need variety in which you're doing things. And I'm not suggesting that you go to yoga one day, you lift weights the next day, you go to Pilates the next day, you go to a spin class the following day, you go to high fitness after that. I don't mean that, but I mean having some variety in what you're doing and whether that's different planes, whether that's a different type of exercise, maybe you do Pilates and weights. Maybe those are are two of your favorite, or maybe you like to walk and you like to go to spin class, although that's that's in two planes as, I, as I'm saying that, but you could add yoga in, which is all three planes, or maybe you could add like a dance class in because that typically gets all three planes. But it's important to remember you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I feel like that also, I, I don't know if I would be I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't tell you this part, but when you perform the same type of exercise over and over and over, or the same motion over and over and over, that's where overuse injuries come into play. And I know this podcast is about women's health and pelvic and the pelvic floor and you know the things that we experience as women, but I also feel like we don't have time <laughs> to be trying to recover from an injury if we can help it. So that's something else to consider too, is that there's a variety in order to keep that body fresh and recovered. And really, if you think about Olympic athletes, which I know I talk about that often, and I still believe that us women, mothers or not, that we are Olympic athletes. Think about the things that we do in a day. We should be treating ourselves as as Olympic athletes because we do a lot. (laughs) Besides birthing babies, not even counting that, but they do a lot of cross training. A lot of professional athletes do a lot of cross training. And you'll notice that a lot of them are injury prone if they're doing the same thing over and over and over again. I want to quickly interrupt and tell you it's here. Bye Bye Leakage, the comprehensive program for pelvic floor strengthening. I recently updated it and I can't wait for you to join. I want you to stop doing kegels and wondering if they're even working or if you're doing them right. You deserve to know how to effectively and successfully strengthen your pelvic floor, stop leaking when you cough, laugh, jump, sneeze, have pain-free intimacy, improve your energy, and feel proud of your body, even after having kids. Bye Bye Leakage is well worth over $3,000, but I'm offering it to you today for less than a quarter of that price. There are 12 sessions and each session outlines the same programming that I have given to my patients in the clinic for the past 13 years. 
where thousands of women have gotten the results that you're only dreaming of. Each session is full of exercises, tips, tricks, and trainings. There's even roadmaps included in Bye Bye Leakage for pregnancy, postpartum, and prolapse. This program has been designed to give you a framework to last you a lifetime. I've also included three bonus programs just for you. End of the Urgency, Trampling Strong, and Diastasis Recti 101. You can get it in the show notes, on my website, or in the link in my bio on Instagram at beyondtheV period by Polly. And then the last way that you might be hurting your pelvic floor, or at least the way in which you're exercising, is if you're contracting your core or your pelvic floor and trying to maintain that contraction throughout a series of repetitions, or or if you're contracting or activating or squeezing, engaging, however you want to think about it, that core and pelvic floor before a rep, and then you relax, and then you squeeze that, squeeze those muscles again, and then perform that repetition. That is not how our muscles work. And I like to compare the pelvic floor to other muscle groups, even though they're not the same. But I also want to point out that our nervous system knows when our muscles need to turn on. And I'm not trying to be offensive here, but you and me either, we are not smart enough to know what what muscles should contract when, during what motion, at what degree the joint is. And there's way too many biomechanics for our conscious brains to think about and to do. There's no possible way. And so if you're training, and I say training loosely, your pelvic floor to contract before you perform an exercise and then you let it go, you are honestly wrecking the way in which your nervous system and your body is functioning. You're creating a lot of really bad habits. And to be honest with you, it can take a little bit longer in your recovery to getting your pelvic floor, your core, and your your system, if you will, the entire system to function the way it's supposed to again. And I say that because I have had so many patients where when I started working with them and I have a couple of online clients right now that we're, that's what we're dealing with is that they have done this for so long that we're, we're literally trying to do a lot of retraining to their entire system and to their brain to help get back (laughs) that function that they used to have because they overrode it when they were telling their muscles to contract and when. The way in which I help my patients and train my coaching clients is to utilize the way that the body works naturally and physiologically and utilize that to our best benefit because I don't know about you, I don't think I could create a body that works as good as mine and that works as good as yours and that works as good as all the humans on this earth. It's a pretty remarkable task to project to do. And it's one of those things where if we utilize what's already there by what's working naturally and physiologically, we can have really great outcomes. We can have a body that truly is stronger than what it was before we had children. And I know that so many women have such a hard time believing that or even considering that that's a possibility. 
And that's okay. Lean on my belief in that. Lean on my understanding in that because I've done it for so long and I've helped thousands of women and I want you to be included in that number because what that means is not that I get to say I've helped more women, but what that means is, is you get to have a different life. Your body gets to function the way it was supposed to. And with that, my encouragement to you is if you haven't grabbed the three reasons kegels don't work and what will guide, do that. If you haven't joined No Kegels University Sorority, it's my free Facebook group where I go live every week and give you pelvic floor exercises and lots of other surprises in there that I don't share anywhere else. And if you're ready to dive in all the way, be sure to take a look at Bye Bye Leakage, a comprehensive plan for pelvic floor strengthening. And that is my big, big plan and program that will set you up with a strong pelvic floor, a properly functioning pelvic floor for the rest of your life. And if you are confused and not sure which route you should go, be sure to schedule a your pelvic floor's next step call with me, which is free. And I would be more than happy to help you get started in the right direction. And with that, remember, you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you, check the show notes for more details. And to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at Beyond the V, period, by Polly. Because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more, I still need your help. Please subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend or two. See you next week.